0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon
1: and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Eileen Gaffin, your host for Reputation and Influence. We're a show that explores how women business leaders built their reputation, resilience, and resources to become influential leaders. I love our show today. It is a celebration of black women business owners. And our leading lady is Nikki Porche. Nikki is an advocate for black women and the founder of the nonprofit organization Buy from a Black Woman. Since 2016, Buy from a Black Woman has empowered, educated, and inspired black women business owners and the people who support them. We're about to learn what this is all about from the organization's dynamic leader. Good afternoon, Nikki. Good afternoon. How are you
2: doing today?
1: I'm doing great. I'm so happy that you're here and that we get to celebrate you and all the amazing black women business owners uh, that are listening and that are part of your organization. And before we jump into what your organization is all about I would like to learn about your journey. So before you began empowering, educating, and inspiring others, tell us about your personal journey. What path did you take to get where you
2: are today? Well, wow, that's a loaded question because, you know, um, you really don't realize what you're doing until you're doing it. Um, And whenever people are asking, like, oh, what was your journey to, you know, the organization, I had no idea I was even on this journey, if I'm being honest with you. I had never – Want to be a business owner, I did not think I would ever own my own nonprofit. I sometimes joke about how lucky and blessed I was there was not social media when I was a teenager or even in my 20s because of some of the things that I've done or experienced or been. um, I just would not have known that it would lead me to here. Uh, But, you know, everything is for a reason. You're always working to something, and things are always working out for your good. So, Graduated high school, I went to a technical high school in New Jersey where I was, I apologize for the sirens, um, I was in a fashion fabrication program, and what that entailed was that I was a seamstress, I was a professional seamstress, I took like this state test in New Jersey upon graduation, and was able to get a job right out of high school at a factory warehouse as a sample sewer, and a sample sewer is just a person who sews samples um, before they actually become real garments that you see in a store.
0: And I got that uh-huh. job out of
2: high school. Um, I was not mature enough for the job, and all I say I got fired because I just was not responsible. You know, I had money and no bills, and no responsibilities. So I would go to work sometimes. You know, during a night of drinking, and it just you know. I remember Miss Alfreda. She pulled me so aside. Like, she, "You're an amazing sewer, um, but this is just not the job for you right now." Right. So I like, oh, uh-huh. and I there's know. amazing <laughs> lessons in that too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I'm like, I don't know what to do. So, you know, I went back to live with my mother. But at this point, I was an adult in my mind, anyway. You know, I was still like 19, but I was an adult. Like, I cannot live with rules. What you mean, a curfew? Like, I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> but I couldn't get a job because I had, like, I had just a high school diploma. I had no college education, no background. I'm like, oh, let me try to go to school. And my mother let me know. She's like, I'm not taking on no student loans with you. You're irresponsible. Like, you on your own mm-hmm. with this. Like, figure it out. So I did what a lot of people did. I joined the military, believe it or not. I went to a recruiter's mm-hmm. um, office. I went to the Marines recruiter's office, right? And I remember I walked in there, and he said, you are in the wrong office. Let me take you down the hall. And he took me to the Air Force <laughs> office. So... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I stepped over that. Where did he take you? To the Air Force office. He said I was okay. I'm not supposed to be a Marine, right? And again, this is the things where you know it wasn't me, right? Because I just knew I was going to be a Marine. I had all these Marine dreams, and he was like, "Nah, this is not it. Let's go over here." So I joined the Air Force. Um, I'd served nine years in the Air Force, served overseas with Iraqi and enduring freedom, did all that, and I got out of the military when I got out of the military, I had discovered that I really enjoyed serving like giving back using my gifts and talents and while I was in the military, I was like, you know there's more for me like this isn't supposed to be it, but I know that I 'm supposed to be doing something greater than myself. So I was able to go to college, and through college I learned about, you know, marketing, business management, administration, design, art education. And I literally was, like, collecting skills, collecting degrees, collecting certificates, because I was bored in the military. Um, and because I was active duty, I was able to go to school for free. So I was like, let me go get this certificate. Let me go get this associate degree. Let me go get this. let me, Like, I even got up a bottom. Wow. Now, why did I, like – why but i can draw blood but why did i need that i don't know but um but but you were growing and you were learning i was and it was free so i'm like this is free i got 12 weeks Mm -hmm. i'm not doing nothing let me go learn how to draw blood just in case And I really lived my life um, in a just-in-case factor where I was like, let me do this just-in-case. Let me act on this just-in-case. Let me see this just-in-case. And that's really how I had lived a lot of my 20s and even some of my early 30s. Mm -hmm. I remember I was like, one day I'm going to be an art teacher, so let me just-in-case get this art education degree and background take these tests just-in-case I need something. And I ended up being an art teacher for four years. And it was Mm -hmm. through all that um, learning so much that I knew I'm supposed to be doing something bigger than myself. I know that I have purpose on this earth, and my purpose is to serve. My purpose is to advocate. My purpose is to educate, um, to make sure people understand that you can live a life where it's just every day you wake up excited about what you're doing, no matter what it is. and that was really my journey just just in case and collecting stuff and my just in cases led me to, you know, being at an event that really inspired and started by from black woman.
1: Yeah, that's what I wanna hear about is like <laughs> what was the original vision for that? How how did that come about?
2: So I was working at a non profit and it was another just in case thing, right? Um I had shattered my kneecap some years before, and the doctor told me that I would never run again. And one thing about me, if you tell me I cannot do something, I am going to work so hard to make sure you understand how much of a liar you are. <laughs> like, if you say, oh, you mm-hmm. can't do this, let me show you that I can so you can actually, like, eat crow. Um, so he, he said you couldn't run again. You'll never. He said, you'll always walk with a limp, and you probably won't ever run. So just take it easy. And after physical therapy and everything, I started running half marathons. And I started running half marathons and traveling the country. And there was this one particular day I had a race scheduled for Florida, and I missed my flight. And I was just very upset. Like, why did I miss my flight? What is this going to do? Like, this just sucks. And uh, my friend, my boyfriend at the time he saw my frustration. He's like, well, let's go out and let's do something. I heard this event. I'm like, well, I just want to be about myself. Like, I don't want to be around nobody, you know, just like really soaking and soaking. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be around nobody. I'm going to go and do this. And I went to this event, and I was the only black woman at this event. And there was a woman there, and um, she was selling lip balm. Um, was a, you know, a white woman. all the people who were selling things were white and other ethnicities, Um. You know, in attendance, mm-hmm. I was the only black woman, the only black person. It was just so crazy. And this woman, I stumbled upon her table, and she was collecting emails. And I asked her, like, well, why are you collecting emails? She said, well, I don't have any more lip balm left, but I can email you when I get some more back in stock. And I was, and the lip balm was $20. And I'm like, what does this lip balm do for $20 that you don't have anymore? No <laughs> and that was just, it's magic so crazy bombs. to me because, <laughs> you know, I collect a lot of stuff, but I have never collected $20 lip balms that changed my life. But this one did. Um, <laughs> and it's sad with me because here I am in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, having a self pity day, but now I'm somewhere where it's just me. I'm the only person who looks like me around. And here are people selling things. I know people who are selling things. I know black women who are selling things. And I knew black women who had lip balm, and they were not selling it for $20. And I was like, I I I must have missed my plane for some reason. Like, this has to be it. So I went home, and I told my boyfriend at the time, like, hey, this happened, blah, blah, I'm going to start a blog. And he was like, what are you going to do with the blog? I'm like, I'm going to, you know, promote black women businesses, because if this woman is selling lip balm for $20, I know we have a mutual friend. Like I know such and such can do it. And blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to buy some black women once a week, and I'm going to blog about it. And I sat on that and I like, well, how can I tell people to buy from a black woman? How can I get people to come to my blog to read about businesses I want to buy from? How can I get people to support black women? And I was sitting there and I was like, hmm, I just want people to buy from a black woman. And I literally typed it in GoDaddy and the URL was available. So I bought it and that's what I named the blog, Buy From A Black Woman. Um, oh, wow. And that really was the start of it. It, was, it started with a blog. And how? Oh,
1: I I think I mentioned it at the top. I was going to say how many years ago was that? But uh, you started that in 2016, or was the blog before that?
2: No, the blog started in 2016. Yeah. And so that was the original vision. How did it? How did your um,
1: organization evolve over time to what it is today?
2: so um I work in a nonprofit. I'm fulfilled in a nonprofit. Anybody who's listening, who's ever worked in a nonprofit, you understand sometimes you you're doing everything and you don't feel fulfilled. So you try to figure out ways that you can do stuff. And I was like, "Okay, You know, how can I get this off the ground? I was already familiar with grants and all that stuff. And, you know, knowing what I know about nonprofits, two things is you want people to spread awareness and you want people to donate. And people were doing that. They were asking how they could, you know, get on the blog. People were sharing it all on social media. The black women who had businesses wanted to be on it. Um, other people like, hey, how can I send you money so you can keep this going? This is great. So I'm like, well, I need to form this into a nonprofit. I don't want people just sending me money. Um, when I know this has to be something, it's going to be something. I don't know what it's going to be, but you know, just in case, again, just in case, let me go ahead and get this paperwork. So this is again 2016, and we did not have what we see today. All the support for black businesses, for black women, there was no grants, there were no accelerator programs, there was none of that happening in 2016. And I was looking for a grant. I'm like, how can I find a grant to start my business? And I'm trying to figure out, like, where are grants for black women? And how can I get a black woman business grant? And I just didn't find any. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm supposed to create a grant um, because I could not be the only black woman out here looking for this. And I created something, a simple. I just called it the Black Woman Business Grant, and that took off. And I did not advise this before. I even had my official 501 status. I had did all the paperwork myself. Again, you know, 2016, Nikki, is not 2022, Nikki, right? <laughs> so I was very, yeah. I was like, out there doing stuff on my own. I would not advise that any, to anyone today, but I did all of my paperwork by myself. I took, like, so many classes, so many workshops so I could properly do it to get to 501. And I created a grant for black women businesses, um, business owners, and I was advertising it as a grant for black women businesses and that's really how it took off. Once I um, announced the winner of the grant that same day my IRS, IRS paperwork came in the mail and that's when I knew it is supposed to be this, it's supposed to happen because there was no way. You know, like, for me to announce a winner, and then I checked the P.O. box later that day, and my official 501 paperwork was in there. It was like, these are the signs I need so that I can see, like, this is going to be something, this is something, and I have to keep going with
0: it. That's
1: incredible. And so I know that a lot of things are done just in case, but you're quite the visionary and and how it all came together like that because you saw a need and you met it. So it's it's great and you have other tools and resources that you now provide. You now have hundreds of black women business owners as part of the organization, is that right?
2: Yes, that is correct. We have our own Line directory that we list businesses own and operate by Black women. We have over 500 businesses on there, so people can you know shop and support. And all these businesses are businesses that are legally operated, registered in your state, have safe and secure websites, offer e-commerce. We even have a QA team uh, where we have secret shoppers who buy from businesses that are on the directory to ensure that they are quality and doing the things that needs to be done. Um, because a lot of people use the directory. Um, The directory is mentioned in Fast Company, Essence, New York Times, New York Mads, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we want to make sure if somebody comes to the directory, the quality of the businesses that they're receiving um, is superb, and we don't have no questions. Um, So we have that. We have tons of education classes. And how this started was, you know, when I mentioned I was collecting degrees and certificates, I had collected so I was able to start, A lot of the classes on my own when we first started, but as the network grew, as the community grew, I now have experts who are experts in these fields. Like we have accountants, we have lawyers, we have marketers, we have PR people on our directory, and as part of their way of giving to the community, they offer free classes on our YouTube and private webinars and workshops as well. So we have tons of education resources on our website, We have the online directory. We're currently um, getting into the Black Woman Loan Fund. We're going to start providing microloans to black women business owners so they don't have to worry about, you know, the Kickstarter are going to their 401K. Um, but they can actually take out a loan, and it's a revolving loan fund. So when they pay the interest on it, that money goes right back into the pot for another black-owned business owner. And in turn, they'll be building their business credit and also their personal credit. So we're thinking about longevity in that way as well and to build their reputation as a business owner. Uh, so this is a couple of things that we're working on that I could take on right that's this fabulous. second.
1: fabulous. <laughs> um, Nikki, I'm going to stop you right there for just a moment because we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back.
0: Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university Founded in 1971, the National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable, higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now i mean back to your show. Thank you, and with us today is Nikki Porche.
1: She is the founder of Buy From a Black Woman, and she was just telling us about the directory that you can use to find services and products um, from black women business owners, and then she talked to us a little bit about some of the tools and resources available to these business owners. But, Nikki, what I'd love to hear now is you have so many successful women business owners uh, tell us some of their stories, um, you know, about what they sell and how they're doing.
2: Yeah, so our first one um, is, you know, our first grant recipient, um, Sinead Jones of Ivy She has an herbal hip-hop-inspired tea company, and she is an herbal apprentice. So she received the grant because she wanted to go to herbal school. And I know that's not the proper name for it, so those of you who are, you know, herbalists, don't shoot me. Um, but she <laughs> handcrafts all of her teas and she has been like our poster child because, like I mentioned before, she received a grant and she has been on fire since. And it's just been such a joy to witness and see firsthand of her growth and also how she gives back to me for example she created a special blend tea for buy from a black woman called grown and every purchase of that tea a percentage comes to buy from a black woman so she's just like really out here doing it but her tea is amazing so you know Com. but she is one where you know she proved that the buy from a black woman model works that those mm-hmm. you serve can turn into servers right? So the thing when it comes to nonprofit they teach you that you cannot you cannot expect the people you serve to pour back into the organization because you're serving them. Um, you, the, what you want to do is you want to have resources and tools available to help people so that they come become from receivers to givers and she has really done that. She's proved like what we're doing works, the method works, and I always say the work is working. So she's one of those we can see like, okay, the work is working. Um, yeah, it's a some full other, circle
1: experience. Yeah, tell us about it more.
2: It really is. And um, at the start of COVID, we had the Black Woman Relief Fund where we were able to give out $1,000 to 24 Black women business owners who needed just help paying like a bill to get over that hump. Um, to help with payroll. And, you know, one, Felicia so she's in North Jersey. She was able to actually open doors. So she went from an e-commerce to actually having a brick and mortar, and that was because she was just – she just needed just that one push, that one help, and that $1,000 really was able to catapult her business where she can go from just being a solely online business to opening a brick and mortar in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so we have so many success stories where we're able to see when the community shows up, we're really able to change lives, to change narratives, to change stories, and to build legacies for not just black women business owners, but for all the people who support them as well. You had an
1: amazing holiday season partnership because I follow you in social media and I saw this video that was put together afterwards. But tell everyone about this partnership that came your way or that you sought. You can tell us which way it went, but, um, but it, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. So tell everybody about that.
2: Thank you so much. So last year uh, we partnered with H&M, the retail company, uh, for the Black Women Inspired Tour. We had a year-long partnership with them where we traveled the country during the summer um, at first around the country, bringing awareness to black women business owners. So we were able to go inside of H&M stores across the country and bring black women with us. Um, we were able to sell their items directly to H&M consumers, Um and it looks fantastic. It has really, you know, not just transformed the BIPOC Black woman community, but also the H and M community as well. Because there was so many organizations, so many companies that, during the social justice uprising, who said like, oh, we want to help empower Black businesses, um, Black people. And a lot of them are not doing anything anymore. They're like, just let's be honest. They said they wanted to do this and they did nothing. And mm-hmm. A was one of those companies who, you know, stuck beside what they said. They said, how can we change it? Not just for one time, but how can we make this a relationship, a continued relationship? Because anybody who knows about partnerships are about growth, just, you know, even in your personal life. You have to do something more than one time for it to be impactful, right? You can't say, oh, I'm going to change and I'm going to change my eating habits and just eat differently that first day and think you're going to be this phenomenal person. Like, no, you have to keep going. You have to keep doing it. So we did our summer Inspire Tour and then – during the holiday season, we took over Times Square, and we did it again. And we were in Times Square for a total of four weeks, from Black Friday up until the weekend right before Christmas Eve, where we had pop-up shops. Um, we called the Buy From a Black Woman Holiday Market, presented by H&M, and we took over the Times Square flagship location in New York City, and it was phenomenal, just like having over, we had over 28 black women businesses involved with that. And it was part of the time where people were coming back outside, you know, we're going back in now, but we were able to catch that wave of those holiday shoppers, those who have started traveling and just bring awareness to businesses across the country in this one location. And I'm, I'm getting kind of teary-eyed just thinking about it because, Like I said and I mentioned earlier, like, you do a lot of stuff just in case, but you never know exactly where it's going. And I know for me, like, when I talk about my purpose and I talk about from black women, it's not me. This is so much bigger than me, you know. It's not Mm -hmm. Nikki leading the charge. It's me having these past experiences and knowing that I have to be still and I have to listen, not just to the universe, but also to my community, um, to those who – need the help to those who can actually help and trust that I am being led because I know my purpose here is greater than just me being a black woman on earth Um, and every day I'm able to see that and I'm so honored, I'm so grateful that I can do this work um, and be able just to showcase all the hard work that black women are doing and it's truly an honor if I have to be honest. I'm trying not to cry because when I do think about it, it's sometimes unbelievable that this yeah. stuff is happening and I'm able to be just a part of the greater part of the mission, the work that these black women are doing.
1: That was so well said. And you are such an inspiring person. And I know, okay, I'm going to tout the video one more time. Where can people see that video? Is it on your YouTube channel?
2: It's on our YouTube um easy access you can type in bfabw.tv and it'll take you directly to our youtube channel so that's one of those marketing tips like you know repetition is key um so we were able to get a url that directs to youtube for easy access and same with stuff like that so it says like youtube it was like bfabw.tv and you can see all the Mm -hmm. work the videos the mission we took videos every week from the holiday market this um, past winter and we were on tour this last July, we had a video every day. So you can see the whole tour in a span of 15 minutes. And then, of course, we shot an inspired documentary um, just telling the story of the tour and our road to it. So there's a lot of information, a lot of videos, a lot of good stuff on BFA. Yeah, Christ and the reason, I, the reason I was bringing that up again
1: is because you'll get to hear from the women business owners and what it means to have these resources, the money or the education um, to help their businesses and help their growth, and there's something for all of us to learn, and, um, and Nikki, you are the leader of all of that. I know it's your community, and you learn a lot from them, and as you said, you listen, and that's such an important skill for leaders is to listen, um, but you've really taken it um, big time and a lot to be proud of and we are celebrating black women business owners um, if our listeners want more information um, about buy from a black woman how would they wh- where do they go I know you talked about the easy uh, to find website and
2: yes you can just go to um, buy from And, you know, it will take you to everything you need to do. And if you can just even Google Buy From a Black Woman, it will point you to everything we have going on. Um, If you are on socials, we are Buy From a Black Woman on the socials as well. If you are looking to discover businesses owned by black women, you can even use the hashtag Buy From a Black Woman, and lots and lots and lots of businesses will come up for you to discover on the socials. Are you can visit our Buy from a Black Woman online directory um, and just go directly to the businesses to support and Buy from a Black Woman. That's
1: great. And
2: I know that you have
1: these strategic partnerships, but you've told me over time that you have these celebrity endorsements and things that just come organically where people find out about you and they uh, – about the organization and they, and they promote it for you.
2: Yeah, so we have not ever – does any pay celebrity endorsements. Like, that's just not mm-hmm. something. I would say the black woman business owners are our celebrities. So when you see people out there who are talking about buy from a black woman, they really believe in the work and the mission and in the community. So we're not doing that. Um, we are very intentional about the work we're doing. And, you know, when you do things that really resonate with people, because everybody knows a black woman business owner, right? Right. Um, I mentioned off air, I'm currently on the road traveling. We're working on a project to tell more of the black women business stories. And one of the questions we ask is who was the first black woman business owner that you know and how that impact your life. Everybody has a story. And there's some people, even myself, I would say my grandmother was the first black woman business owner I knew. I was going to uh, before- ask you, who was yours? <laughs> yeah. My grandmother. It was your, gran- it was
1: your grandmother? Okay.
2: How yes, did she inspire grandmother- you? It's so, it's so, so I did not know that she was a business owner growing up. I knew she used her gifts and talents to, you know, help the family to receive money to build her community, but I did not know that was a business owner, right? So I just knew I wanted to use my gifts and talents to help my community, but you can also do that as a business, and so many business owners do that, especially when it comes to women businesses, black, white, Puerto Rican, Haitians. Women business owners start businesses because they see a lack. They see a need, whether it was a personal need where they were looking for something and they just couldn't find it, or it was a friend or a family need. And that's why those businesses are really created. We're using our gifts, our talents, our experiences. So watching my grandmother do that, you know, I didn't know that's what a business was. Um, but mm-hmm. as I grow up as an adult, I can see, you know, like she was the first black woman business owner I knew before I even knew what a black woman business owner is. I do my best to honor her. Um, we had a award ceremony um, this last November, and we created – you can see that is also on our website and stuff. But we have black woman business awards, like actual statues, and I called them the Della. Um, her name is Idella. So I named the award after her. Um, and that came about because after reading the way that the Academy Awards, the Oscars came to be, and how the Oscars got their name, the Oscars, I was like, okay, well, I need to do something for Black women. So I created a statue. It is a gold medal statue of a Black woman silhouette with an afro head on a plaque, and we call her Nadella. I love it.
1: <laughs> You're so creative. <laughs> oh,
2: thanks. It, goes, it goes back to your sewing days <laughs> Yes, yes And she's the reason why I still so believe it in her like, She was the person who showed me how to sew I used to help her sew There was so much oh. stuff that she really instilled in me um, And taught me the value of having gifts Having talents, having resources The power of community, of sisterhood, of sistership Being a leader, listening Um, the power of saying no, you know, and saying yes to saying no. There's so much stuff that she taught me that I had no idea I was being taught, but, you know, just in case, I knew. And it came to be when I needed needed it the most.
1: Oh, Nikki, this has been such an inspiring conversation. I hope everybody's gotten a lot out of it. And um, I want to thank you. Have everybody search for buy from a black woman and you will find the website, the YouTube, everything that Nikki's doing and all her social media channels. But thank you, Nikki.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad we were able to connect. So thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. Sure. That's our show for today. And that was Nikki Porsche.
1: She is our leading lady today. At, with buy from a black woman. And a special thanks to all of our listeners here in the United States and around the world. We are an international show. We're going to be back again for another Women Lead Radio show on Monday, every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, and every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. And remember, your reputation is our business.